You are listening to Synergistic Step Parenting Podcast with host Maria Nadipov, helping step parents transform family chaos into meaningful and harmonious co parenting. Hello, step parents. I'm so excited to share this episode with you. I had the pleasure to interview my partner, John Swain. And we dug into some of the challenges that we faced on my step-parenting journey and the journey of us blending. So without further ado, I know that you're going to find some extremely valuable nuggets to take away, probably also find many relatable aspects, and I'm so excited to be sharing this story with you. Let's listen in. Hey, John, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. So let's dive right in. What was it like to realize that your partner is going to be your child's step-parent? What was that situation like for you? You mean actually realizing that, that it was happening or knowing that it could happen? Realizing that it was happening when everything was sort of uh, transitioning from your previous relationship towards that end. What a positive. I I can't even put it properly into words, just how calming it is. It's exciting and wonderful and, and but but mostly calming because you you essentially anticipate what can go wrong and hope that it doesn't and to see it not only go well, but to to go in a way of watching them together. I mean, my, this is my experience. It went so well that is can i say you can i can i say you when i say this instead of she no you're you can share that it's me i think though before sorry not to cut you off but i guess to cut you off i was hoping you could speak to before there was a me your previous relationship as you were realizing that things aren't working out and the end of that and the transition to this new phase is inevitable. What was that experience like for you? You know, uh, relationships fall apart and I think we go to the worst of thoughts when it happens. You know, we're not a family anymore. Uh, It's not going to be this tight group. It, It was like the, you know, the VIP club is no more now it's it's just falling everything to shambles and it's just it's terrifying because all you think is the worst what's going to happen to your children (laughs) what was going to happen to my daughter she doesn't have a family that's together anymore and trying to make sure i can reestablish some sort of warm family environment without tossing her in and out of possible suitors (laughs) the relationship between them that was a crazy transition as you know you were there you know it took months before you met her uh and that was months after being uh sure that i wanted to date you and then dating you for months and then you finally met her a very scary ordeal because you wanted to go right and the last thing you want to do is uh pull everything out from underneath your kid that's a lot well at least that's what i didn't want uh, we built up everything this life together and then we are no longer together and then what i'm going to introduce somebody else and possibly that falls apart i wanted to make sure that i was 
very certain. And then I had to make sure <laughs> that she was very certain because for me, if it didn't work out uh, between you two, then, then how could I keep going? My daughter is number one for me and I was quickly falling for you <laughs> and just, it, it had to be just right. And it just, it, it was, it was. And I went from having heart attacks, uh, uh, from contemplating the worst of scenarios to quickly realizing that this, uh, you were the right puzzle piece for the family. And, and over the years, it's just, uh, it blows my mind how much we vibe properly together. I'm going to take it back a little slower. If you could remember back to what were some of your biggest fears? You know, what's funny is I, I shouldn't have had the fears that I had. They were very irrational because I know my daughter very well and being friends with you and then dating you and going throughout that whole process, I knew you very well. So I shouldn't have had the fears, but it was uh, <laughs> the biggest one. It's like, you know, I introduce you to my daughter and she just hates you. It just doesn't work out. She doesn't like you at all. You're not my mommy. Get away from me. She wasn't that kind of kid. But still in my mind, he builds up the worst of fears. And that was a big one is that she would just hate you. Then next, you hated her. She loved you, but you hated her. And you were just like, oh, this is, I don't like her. This isn't for me. I don't want to be a mom. I'm not ready for this. You know, stepmom, whatever you want to say. I We put those labels on there, mom and stepmom. But there's no way that in your mind coming into the situation that you're not like, I'm a mom now. We have to slap these labels on there and be like, oh, it's a stepmom. But no, I think as as the person in the situation, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you're not telling yourself, well, I'm a stepmom. You're, you're saying to yourself, I'm a mom right now. Uh, do I want to be a mom? Am I going to be a mother uh, to this child? And uh, that was a big fear was, are you going to meet her? And then it just all falls apart. And you're just like, no, I don't want this. I don't like this. Or a mutual hate. <laughs> I don't like her at all. I don't like her either. You know, those those are the big ones. Other ones are, I find myself to be a little more perceptive when it comes to the emotions of people around me. And, and there's the, as you call it, the bio mom and how she was going to react to you. And uh, because she was uh, important to me, make sure that, it didn't create chaos. Uh, so I was afraid that, you know, okay, here's somebody new coming in. And I had already anticipated that she would be like, hey, she's not mom. I'm mom. You know, whoever this person is, you know, she's not your mom. And, and like that would create chaos as well. And and just a disturbance in the force that we couldn't come together and and have that wonderful comfortable life because there would be that that constant tension between oh who's mom here so those are the the biggest fears just too bad to what you pointed out especially because you invited me to do that I think for me the experience was I'm stepping into a serious caregiver role I don't think that it was completely clear about stepmom or mom because I think it's just in in the reality of what the stepmom role is, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of gray areas. And 
a lot also has to do with the specific situation, plus juggling and understanding and recognizing what is necessary and what is an absolute no-no. Because like you said, for me, my priority too was how do I add value and only do things to help and support without at all taking away from the parents that this child already has? And how do I minimize any sort of, like you said, turmoil or stress or disconnect? So with that, (laughs) again, just lots of gray areas and to a degree, I guess, vigilance and trying my best to be responsive to what was happening and also lots of transparency so that there wasn't any question as to what I'm thinking or what I'm doing or why I'm doing it and inviting feedback to do something differently or to be more collaborative in how to make those decisions between yourself and to the best of my ability uh, with your former partner too. But of course, that's a tricky thing to navigate also because sometimes just as you're inviting feedback and taking the initiative isn't always the right step and can in and of itself cause tension. And I I believe that you accomplished those goals, uh, which made it a lot healthier of an environment because if you did not, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's not very uh, conducive towards what do they call it? The strong front, the united front. United front. That's it. All being able to come together, everybody has to realize their role. Uh, I think even the child, knowing that <laughs> what their place is in the family, and it's really difficult. I already knew that trying to bring somebody into. A family, like how how scary is that for the person coming in? They're coming into a family, and what's their role going to be, and how are they going to? How is it going to be defined for them, and how are they defining it for themselves? And it was a merge that was a very comfy one. You know, obviously we had rocky points down the line. It's always going to happen, but ours was a beautiful story, a beautiful fit. My next question, I know you touched on a little bit of this, but if you could specifically speak to what were your top priorities? Number one was my daughter's happiness in the order of everything. And she wouldn't believe it, you know, if she heard this, but yes, it was bio moms, her, her feeling secure with everything, because if she doesn't feel secure, if she's upset, that just throws off the whole thing. So she was a major piece of that. So I, I needed Lila. I wanted Lila's happiness. Number one, that was her happiness. You know what's kind of silly is my happiness was last. <laughs> it was it'd be Lila's, bio mom, you, and then me in that order. Because I know if bio mom's not happy, it's just going to get worse from there. And if everything's cool and I did my job properly, bio mom should be comfortable and understand that her place is her place and no one's coming in to dominate that and that my daughter understands uh, what the relationship is of the person coming in and how it's not a pressuring 
position that she's coming to fill by any means, meaning that that it's not something, oh, well, that's this is mom now. Uh, you call her mom and this is just the way it goes. No, I, I needed her. both of their comfortability. And then very importantly is yours coming into that and making sure you don't feel pressure like, hey, you're a mom now. Slap you in the face with that. Enjoy that. How did that feel? Does it burn? Does it sting? I wanted you to feel very comfortable coming in that uh, even though this is a big deal and a major step in everybody's life, that it wasn't this major pressure, that it had to be a particular way we could find a way to vibe together. And then at the end, once I realized it was going well, then I was just like, all right, how am I doing? (laughs) Am I okay? Oh, I'm still alive. Then I'm okay. Yeah, those, those are my priorities. It's always happiness. Happiness is always my priority because we, I feel like we give ourselves these goals. I have to make all this money or I have to, well, I have to have this kind of house or apartment or car, but it's, it's really, you know, we're getting these things because we think it's going to make us happy. So I just skip all of that stuff and just get right to the happiness. <laughs> like how can we make sure that everybody's uh, feels emotionally taken care of so that they can feel content, calm which leads towards that happiness that I'm pushing for. What was the hardest part of blending or the stepfamily dynamic? Let's see. I would say the hardest part was bio mom because it felt like you couldn't breathe improperly without it becoming an issue. And that's because I can't be on that side all the time. I don't know all the insecurities she's feeling. You know, everybody's different. And uh, so if I took her anywhere with you that she wanted to take you. When you, sorry, when you were talking about she, I'm assuming you were talking about Lila. Yes. When we took, when we we took Lila anywhere, you know, that bio mom wanted to take her or if it sounded like you disciplined or um, how you talked to Lila, you couldn't have a conversation with her and she would just get so antsy. She would get so riled up. And, you know, that thought was always going towards her replacement. She's going to be replaced. And for people listening, I listen to this show. So you guys probably know as well as I do uh, the the basic things that have happened uh, between our daughter and and bio mom and and her not seeing her anymore. You know, I think a lot of these things uh, led towards pushing herself out of the picture. The thing was, nobody was trying to do that. We really wanted to be that strong team together and at one point it felt really good and it just was falling apart i worked really hard for that because that's what i wanted more than anything was everybody to be comfortable but that became the biggest struggle it was super difficult for us to be able to do anything plan any events well realistically i think it was just you couldn't do anything and that upsets me because i don't want to tie anybody's hands behind their back Uh, You should be allowed to be yourself as long as you're not hurting anybody or stepping on anybody's toes. And you definitely were not. And it was a constant like uh, from bio mom. I heard this. Uh, This is what this is what I heard. Oh, what's going on over here? What are you doing over here? And I just want to make sure that she's not trying to be mom because I'm mom. It was a constant thing. And it was it was probably the biggest struggle because it didn't seem to matter how hard I worked. I mean, I can't reach into her head and get her to understand that my intentions were valid, they were real. 
Um, I can be as calm as I'm talking right now. I can be as as logical or, or, or thorough, detailed about anything. But I think that sadness and that fear eats away at us. And that became uh, my biggest struggle with everything. Follow-up question to that. You mentioned discipline. And full disclosure, discipline does come up pretty often. It is a very personal topic for both parents often, certainly both bio parents in situations where there are step parents involved or blending of families. I was wondering your honest opinion. Did you feel that I ever overstepped, uh, you know, with regard to disciplining or pushing an agenda or anything like that? Because to be fair, that does happen sometimes. And as I said, it can often be a point of contention and certainly a very sensitive point for parents, especially when they're not physically at that household. That's a uh, that's a great question. And I want to make sure I answer that thoroughly and honestly, because there, there are two things here. So my initial answer would be yes. Yes, I, I felt like you did go too far in certain areas or you were too much. And you know we've... We've had uh, different interactions, but I also have to ask myself, because it's emotionally overwhelming for you, well, did I misread that? That's that's a question you have to ask yourself uh, as a parent, right? Uh, is everything the way I see it to be the way it really is? So if I, without really going down that rabbit hole of the second part of things, yeah, it did happen. I know that there were frustrating aspects for you. And even though we have this really sweet kid, there were times where you would be frustrated and you'd find something to get angry about. And it's like, oh, well, that's unnecessary. You don't need to get angry about that. And those would probably be our biggest struggles as a couple, because I know you want to raise her our way, but there's another household involved and making sure that you are heard because it doesn't mean I just shut you down. Oh, well, it's not happening that way. Sorry. Peace out. <laughs> you know, you have no say. You know, that just makes it more frustrating for you. But yeah, so th- there were times where I felt like it was too much. And I think, you know, for for those listening, you know, it's not like it was ever violence or anything like that. And there's no touching or something like that. But sometimes, you know, I think... We probably all get grumpy and bark at our kids too much. And I think as a parent with a step parent coming in, we will get a little defensive about that. That's my baby. Back off. What's your problem? You don't need to do that. Stop attacking her. I'm right here. Where it's really not that bad. They're just trying to say, hey, you, brat, stop doing that. So yeah, in my recollection, there were times where it was too much looking back i was lucky <laughs> you know, the the times where we, ha- we had were the times we had we were lucky enough to have wonderful moments uh, times of bonding and in times of rejoicing and praising our kid and growing together as a unit i think we're always going to have mistakes and whether we dwell on those mistakes or learn from them whatever they're going to happen they will be there so nothing that i would ever hold against you and <laughs> rub in your face all the time. Oh yeah, remember that time you did this? So nothing so bad. What advice would you give to step parents 
to help make the transition easier or just cautions? The best advice I could give step parents is the same advice I'd be giving parents, which is you're literally all feeling the same stressors and fears at the same time. There's not anything that's happening that's unique to you. A blended family is a blend for everyone. It's not just a blend for a step-parent. It's not just a blend for a parent. It's definitely not just a blend for a child. All of you are trying to find your footing in this new <laughs> this new ordeal. You're coming together. And when you're frustrated, let me tell you, they're frustrated too. And it's hard. It's really difficult to think about that. Uh, when you're in the heat of things, you're like, no, this is... This isn't right. This isn't fair. I feel so angry and nobody else. No, everybody does. Everybody feels that way. Whoever you're feeling, I promise you, everybody feels that way. Uncomfortable, awkward, angry, shafted. Everybody feels like they're the only ones struggling at certain times. And it's the best thing to keep telling yourself is, yes, this is this is where we all come together. Because not only do we all have the good times, we get to share in those good times, but when we're, we're having the bad times... Everybody takes a piece of that. And when you realize that, it helps you blend in a much healthier manner. And everybody needs to keep that in mind. Bio mom, bio dad, stepmom, stepdad, a child. Everybody needs to realize that we're all taking a piece of this burden. And when you do that, you don't feel so alone. You don't feel like the intruder, the trespasser in this family that's so perfect because it wasn't perfect which is why you're there. <laughs> they separated because it was not working out. And you have the possibility to be that key, that addition to make, make this machine run a little more smooth. If you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? This is very much a John Swain answer uh, because I know people have asked me this about many things and I can't think that I would want to change anything because I do live my life in a manner where I can be happy and content. And I do feel that way right now. And I, I wouldn't change a thing. I mean, you know, the butterfly effect. <laughs> you change one thing and everything spirals out of control. I absolutely adore my daughter the way she is. I love our relationship together, you and I, and the family that we've created and the life that we have. And I don't think I would risk changing one thing just so I can try to take away a painful memory or a painful accident. Every one of those accidents contributed to the life that we have today. So that's the gamble when you go back and, and change something and all of a sudden you find out that that was the thing that brought you closer together. That suffering, that pain or something like that, it brought you closer together. That one fight that was really brutal, that pushed you to the end of the relationship, made you so much stronger when you made it to the other side. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change one thing. I want to make a joke and say, just put in some small little change, but no, even if, <laughs> even if I just ate a little better, you never know what that's going to do. So no, I wouldn't change one single thing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode and sharing your wisdom. Take care. You too. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Synergistic Step Parenting Podcast. Be sure to give us a like and follow us on your favorite streaming app. Until next time, be well. Thanks for tuning into Synergistic Step Parenting Podcast. 
please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite streaming platform so you don't miss a thing. If you like what you hear and you find the information helpful, please rate us five stars and leave a review letting us know what you like about the show on Apple Podcast. Don't know how? Don't worry. We'll include instructions in the show notes. And if you know of other step-parents who can benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. John Swain did our theme music. Thanks, John. Thanks, John.